You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Bellwethers podcast. This is Matthews Joseph back with you for a new episode. And today on this podcast, we have a new guest. His name is Brian Barcelona. Uh, he's the founder of One Voice Student Missions. He's the founder of the movement called the Jesus Clubs, which is entirely based out of TikTok and the Gen C's for Jesus. And there's a lot more you can talk about Brian Barcelona, but but I'm going to let him speak about it. And without further ado, Brian, thank you so much for uh, for being on this podcast. Welcome to Bell with Us Podcast. It's an honor thank to you. have you today. Thank you. Do you want do you want to share in a very quickly like what you do and uh, about one voice Gen C and TikTok and the TikTok movement? Yeah, I'm a husband. I'm a father of three. Uh, I'm a part of an incredible missional community called One Voice, and uh, we've gone into campuses for 12 years. Obviously, during COVID, uh, we pivoted strongly digitally. Um, with collectively now about 4 million, uh, 4.1 million followers as a team. And we're getting ready to relaunch back into schools. And, and we just have a desire to see youth of this nation and the nations reached. Amen, man. That is amazing. Um, you know, I, I've seen you, I've seen you the way you do you do stuff, and especially the reels that you put up on Instagram and, and TikTok. You like my you like my random ones? Yeah, I, I like your random ones. They're awesome. I mean, yeah, I try to keep up with this all the time because since you do so many posts, sometimes the algorithm messes it up and I won't see it. But you know, it is kind of really, really cool what you do. I'm so happy for what you do. So but, uh, let's just jump into the questions. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna <clears throat> jump into the first one. So we live in one of the most challenging generations ever. And how do you think we can make a Jesus impact in this generation? Yeah, I think the, the impact of Jesus is understanding that who God is to you is who he'll be through you. And when you have a right perspective of God that is not jaded through experience or uh, through issues or trials or tribulations, uh, you're able to to see Jesus rightly, you're able to really grab his heart. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of the, the pains and the, the bitterness and the unforgiveness that we witness today, uh, which is truly the foundation of cancel culture. It's the foundation of, um, the dividing of churches, the speaking and accusation against leaders that is all rooted in missing what Jesus has done for you as an individual. The Bible says who, who much has been forgiven. You love much. And so I think that the the way we show Jesus to our generation is literally by doing what he says. The world will know we're his disciples by the way we love one another. Wow, man, that that is amazing. You know, I mean, in, in, while we live in this generation, you know, just like there's everything, everything that could be going wrong. There's like everything that is wrong with this generation is there. And but still, I mean, you know, uh, being being a Jesus to them, being being what Jesus used to do. And I think that's like the most important thing that we can do. Be uh, being like, what would Jesus do? And you know, I think that's like the first question that we could ask ourselves. That's like community as or as an individual before uh, before judging another person or before yeah. telling about them. Yeah. But all right, I'm just going to jump into the next question. So how can an individual start a movement? That's a very, very uh, complex question. I'll give you as <laughs> simple answer as I can. Um, you know, I don't know if you know a man named Lou Engel. Uh, Lou Engel is, uh, yeah. is a spiritual father of mine. And Lou says this, it's one thing for a man to receive a word from the Lord. It's another thing when that man becomes the word he receives. 
And I think the biggest difference between people that sit on a hundred prophetic words and never do anything versus the one person that does is they became the word that they received. Someone asked me once, does God speak to you every day? Like and tell you what to do and, and you're calling. And I answered them. I said, no. And I said, I'm just doing the last thing God told me 12 years ago. Um, I haven't needed a hundred prophetic words. I got, God spoke to me one time 12 years ago. I mean, obviously I've heard the Lord in other areas, but of my calling, he spoke to me one time. And that one time was enough. A lot of times people give themselves permission to leave what God has called them because God's not continually telling them. When I, the way I look at it is, man, if God doesn't say anything else, then I just need to do the last thing he told me. And if I stick to the last thing he told me, a natural movement will come from my life. Wow. So how, how do you think, like, uh, you know, what kind of, so if, if I get this vision from, from the Lord and if I get this, like the word from the, from the Lord, uh, what kind of people do I associate with? How do I, how do I, you know, find people who have the same wavelength to work on the same movement? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I've always been around great fathers and leaders in the faith. Um, and that's not what made me do it though. I mean, I didn't meet anybody cool, I guess you'd say in, in their Christian world. So years later of being faithful to what God called me to do, but I have surrounded myself with people that have been smarter and more knowledgeable than I am. They've been more passionate than I am. They've been more burning than I am for the Lord. Um, I've rarely surrounded myself with people that have been my age um, or younger, unless I was leading in some capacity, just because I wanted to be challenged in my walk with God. I wanted to, to follow somebody that was loving the Lord more than I was when I was learning from them. And I think that there is, you know, people, everyone always says they have a word of the Lord or there's a movement that God's going to do until it gets hard. And I, I think I think it's those boring days and those rough moments that test the word more than anything else. Um, anyone can say, I heard God's going to save this nation. Um, yeah, that person's probably the 500th person that's heard that. Um, I realized for me that I was not God's first choice in what I'm doing here in America. I'm not the Lord's grand first choice. I'm probably the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, nine hundredth choice of the Lord. There was probably people that were called greater than I am, more skilled than I am, but they said no. Or somewhere along the line they gave up. And so I think it's a humbling thing as a leader to recognize you may not be God's first choice, but you may be the one that said yes and continue to say yes. Wow man, that is that's amazing. You know, saying yes and continuing to say yes. I think that's that's a whole lot of fire that that just hit there. So I'm gonna jump into the next one. How has one voice been able to empower uh Jesus kind of impact in this generation? It's through the life we live. One voice is more than a ministry, it's a culture. I mean, when you think of a ministry is something you attend, a culture is something you live. And so what's happened to the Jesus clubs is the Jesus clubs has become a culture in Gen Z, uh, you know, in, on TikTok, you know, I have almost 300,000 followers on TikTok and in my bio, it says the Jesus clubs. And I got another buddy who's 1.2 million in his bio. It says the Jesus clubs. I have another buddy who's 
over almost 500,000. In his bio, it says the Jesus Clubs. Why? Because the Jesus Clubs isn't a ministry that we're affiliated with as much as a culture. Jesus Clubs, when you see that in someone's bio, you know that they're going to stay. They preach the Bible. They preach holiness. They preach repentance. Uh, we're not progressive Christians. We are biblical Christians. Um, it, 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 we see what we've built as a culture more than just the ministry. Wow, I think yeah, that's that's a whole lot of you know perspective over there. You know, culture versus a ministry. Like, there's a big difference. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, and I think that's like really important what you just said. You know, having a culture mindset rather than having a ministry mindset, because I mean, you know, a culture is something that that lives on. You know, it's like you know, it can be spread out, like you know. And I think that's that's important what you just said. You know, that's that's really re, re, it's, it's honestly it's very realistic in in this generation how we can work it out. And um, you know, how, how were you able to like build up all these young guys? You know, I see like thirty year olds, fourteen year olds, you know, coming up in TikTok. And, you know, doing videos and all, you know, doing Zoom baptisms that I've seen that I was like, that's, that's just crazy. I mean, you know, how, how, how do you, you guys do that? How, how were you able to find these young people who are passionate for Jesus? Yeah, there was a revivalist that once said, um, I'll set my life on fire and the world will, and the world will come watch me burn. And I think that that's been my method. Uh, if I keep hungering and thirsting after God, if I keep going after God, and I don't grow passive in my walk and I keep living holy and pursue the Lord as much as I can, it is a natural consequence that people will be attracted to that. Um, that's, I mean, just look at the celebrities. Look, that's the same technique. They have overemphasized the lifestyle of sin. I think believers need to overemphasize our lifestyle in God and what freedom God brings to us. I've never met a drug dealer and I've met him before. I've never met a drug dealer that was not confident in their drug. I've met more drug dealers that are confident in their, in their dope than Christians are in their hope. Wow. Damn. That is, that is pretty awesome. All right. Just jump on to the last question of the session. Uh, what were the golden words of advice from Brian Barcelona? Man, take this book, take the Bible read it and let it read you take the bible as your foundational piece to your christianity you are we are living in an age of so many voices there's podcasts for everything and you're always going to find a voice that will match your pain you're always going to find a voice that'll validate your offense you're always going to find a voice that will validate your unforgiveness. But the Bible will call you out of it. Remember, bitterness and unforgiveness are the perfect landing strip for deception. And we are witnessing that across the church where people have let wounds and offenses fester and grow. And now they're vocalizing their pain instead of bringing healing to other people, thinking that, man, through vocalizing all of you know, these bitterness and anger and unforgiveness, this is going to help you. No, instead you look at someone like, why do you go to a doctor? You go to a doctor when you're sick because that doctor's not sick, right? A doctor with a broken arm cannot perform surgery on my arm. Only a doctor that is well can help those that are sick. And it's the same thing with us as believers. We are only truly effective when our hearts are well, whole and mended.
Wow. That, and, and that's why the Bible says, guard your heart for from it flows the issues of life. And I, you know, guarding your heart is the most important thing as a Christian. Wow. man, that's, that's, that's a lot of stuff you just said. And uh, I, I know that's a shot, but, you know, thank you so much for being here. And I think we are at the end of the session, but, you know, uh, you know, it's such an honor to have you such a joy to meet you again in person. Thank you guys for listening. So stay tuned, go ahead and check out Brian Barcelona, especially check out his TikTok ones. If you're not on TikTok, get on TikTok and follow Brian Barcelona and Jesus clubs. It's pretty amazing. You, you guys should do that. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bellwether's podcast. If you loved this episode, do not forget to share and subscribe. Also, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.